Are you ready? It's the Frozen Five. What's up, everybody? We're here. It's the Frozen Five. We've got all five. Um, yeah, we're we're here to talk all central all day. Um, you know, we we skipped uh, last week on the West Coast, so we gotta we gotta favor our Western Conference fans here today. So today we will be discussing the Central Division. Uh, big guy, you got a haircut over there. Dorf's got a nice little fresh cut for us over there. We like it. Dude, big holiday party coming up this Friday for yeah. the office. So yeah. go to Marquee. So how to get a fresh cut for it. Yeah, you look good. You're looking more landy than ever. <laughs> uh, Dol- we got Dolph here, blank screen. Yeah, I, I'm probably here. Just, I, I'm in he's probably, school. You know, I got people right around now. me. I got people around me, you know. Can't be showing my, you know, a bunch of people just what we're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we got Boba, of course, and Joe. Um, but, yeah, boys. We got a lot to talk about in the central. This is one of my favorite divisions. Um, look, we've got arguably one of the best teams in the league. They're not, they haven't looked like it this year, but they are in the Colorado avalanche. Obviously dealt with some injuries, but yeah, I mean, I know big guy loves one particular player on that team. So are we, are we starting from bottom to top? I guess we got to do that though. Right. Yeah, so, bottom top. We'll save, we'll save bottom the abs, but uh so I guess if we're doing bottom to top, that means we are starting with the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, Bobo, it seems like you want to get a start with that. No, no, I don't have anything to say about them. I don't know much about them. Bedard, good player. I don't care about the Blackhawks whatsoever. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where for people to say Connor Bedard is going to be the next Connor McDavid is just an outrageous thing to say. I think he could be the next Patrick Kane. Absolutely. But Connor McDavid, no shot in hell. There will be no one ever as good as that guy. But, uh, yeah, look, it's hard for that guy, Bedard, man. He's playing on – it's literally – it's just him. He's the whole team. He might they might as well not even have teammates. I mean, it's pretty pathetic, you know. They I lost mean, Taylor Hall. Joe, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, you're saying, you know, it's pathetic, but, like, that's expected. Like, I mean – I know, but I, I expected a little bit better than this. I, I didn't. I expected bottom three team in the league and, you know, him just putting up around a point per game, which is exactly what's happening. Yeah, I think he's under a point per game. What, twenty? I think he's got 24 points in 28 games played. Yeah, a little under. And that's for an 18-year-old kid. That's uh, that's not too bad. 18-year-old kid on the too. fucking worst, actually, actually worst a teams. Hotter, a hotter start than McDavid. Really? Absolutely. A hotter start than McDavid. I believe McDavid um didn't I I don't think McDavid had 20 points through his first like 28 games. I think he probably he got injured his rookie year, right? McDavid. It, yeah, like that. I think that was like I I want to say that was towards like the this the back half though. Yeah. I think the first um I think through the first like 30 games he probably only had like 10 points McDavid. Because he he I, played, like, I think his rookie year McDavid he played like 40 or 50 games. And then Panarin won the Calder that year with Chicago. I don't know how they let him go, but that's a different story. Um, yeah. Um, you know, it, they had a lot. Sod was just that important to get back. Yeah. Uh, Brennan Sod, my goodness. That was the worst trade NHL history. Yeah, he's fucking shitting his pants over in St. Louis right now. We'll get to them later, but yeah, I mean – Look, this team, there's just not much to say about it. I mean, Seth Jones, very, you know, he uh, very underperforming. Um, 
most well, overpaid player. Yeah, definitely. League. Probably one. They're of a very grind happy team. They're a very grind yeah. happy team. Just get as many shifts as Bedard can get. Get them on the ice. Put them with some big guys, and then you know let them shoot the puck. Who cares? I mean, they also lost Corey Perry. Like, I mean, what are we gonna not talk about that? Like this guy, this guy. He, yeah, he sensitive some... topic, but I think this is where yeah, Dolph, Dolph, Dolph handles the sensitive topics well. So I'll let you take the reins. I mean, we we've all seen the memes of Corey Perry, you know, supposedly doing stuff with Bedard's mom. But supposedly it happened in Columbus, but I don't know. I'm still leaning the Bedard way. It's kind of sketchy, but uh, I hope it works out somehow. They let him go. I hope Bedard just, you know, goes crazy this year. Again, I think Bedard has met expectations. He's been – everyone said he's going to be great, and dude's great. He hasn't overachieved. He hasn't underachieved. 100%. 100%. Did you guys see his goal last night? I didn't see. Oh, it's disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. He, disgusting. He, he roofed. Yeah. I think he has got some wrist shot. Not going to lie. I think Blake Wheeler's roof was better, though. <laughs> no. Not even close. <laughs> oh, no. I'm kidding. But yeah, no, that was pretty nasty. But I guess we'll. Uh, there's not much more to say about those guys. Um, I mean, you're also missing like some key player, like Taylor Hall's out for the season. Well, no, I said he's out. He's out. Yeah, I must he's out. Um, they got Philip Kershev. I guess he's not too bad. I mean, you got Ryan Donato on your first line. Like, you might as well just call it quits and go move to the OHL or something. <laughs> Connor Murphy on the blue line, but yeah, not just not, not very solid all around. Our next team I want to transition to seventh in the division, Minnesota Wild, man. I'm a little let down. I didn't expect them to be like a great team. I just expected them to be a bubble team. And look, you know, you got – I bet you guys don't know who the leading point scorer on that team is. Oh, is it uh, – oh, I want to say it's Pat Maroon. It is Suki, 36-year-old Matt Zuccarello, outscoring Kirill Kaprizov over a point per game, man. I mean, he's a wonder boy. It's crazy. He He's just an ageless wonder. It's it's great to see. Um, obviously, us as Rangers fans love to see that. Uh, big supporter of the Zooks. Um, but look, yeah, I mean, you know, they're underperforming. Obviously, they don't have much more besides him, Kaprizov and Joel Eriksonette. But you got these younger guys like Marco Rossi, Matt Boldy, um, and then you got Jared Spurgeon on the blue line. Um, but that look, kid Faber on the back end too. Yeah, Faber, Brock Faber, and then Gus. He's he's, he's nasty. That kid no, Faber. They good. got they they have talent, and they're I just think I think they're gonna get closer to become a bubble team. But I don't think they will slide in, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, Bo, what do you think? I mean, Kaprizov's the clear. I guess everybody would go to him first as to why they're not. Minnesota, I'm sorry to cut you off, Cole, but uh, I'm telling you, Minnesota, after they fired their head coach, was the, it was the best thing for them to do. This team is playing out of their minds right now. Eric Gustafson, I mean, not Eric Gustafson, uh, Gustafson, their goalie, uh, before before the firing, I think it was save percentage was a 3-0. He's plays three games, a save percentage of like a, I think a 1-9. This guy's been going crazy, or uh, goes against average. Dude, he is going crazy. This team... Is going crazy. Matt Boldy, you see the puck going that. Now he has like five goals in the last like eight games, something like that. I'm telling you, this team is going to be gross. You're talking about in like the future years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, yeah, they've got obviously some young talent for sure. Um, and I think that we're going to see them progress throughout the season, obviously. 
Um, it'll be interesting to see where they finish out. I think they'll be a little above 500, but not, but just going to miss out in the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm so happy that Zuki is um, really just leading this team and taking them under his wing and really just playing out of his mind. I mean, even when in his prime, I mean, maybe it's his prime now, but you know, it like it, early thirties and late twenties. I mean, he wasn't point per game player, but now, I mean, he's, He's he could be pushing 90 points this year. So look, I mean, watch out for Matt Zuccarello. Um, but yeah, Minnesota. I think Wild. I still think that they need to get rid of um some older pieces. Mm-hmm. And then they have a really good young core. And I think they kind of need to have a setback year. So you're I saying Marcus Felino needs to go. I'm just saying their older guys need to go and they need to start building around their younger core. And I think they need to start building around um the Kaprizovs and like have like Zuccarello like like obviously keep Zuccarello because he's got that great veteran um status and he's still like obviously a Mm -hmm. producer here but you got these young guys like uh, like Faber um Matt Boldy like you got some really good young talent that you could start building around Mm -hmm. um Gustafson obviously is a really good is a great goaltender he's shown that especially last year he can really play in this league um, and he can really be that number one guy and step into that position. And then you have a one-two punch because Mark Andre Fleury is, you know, he's not what he used to be, but he's still Mark Andre Fleury and still shows flashes of his greatness as well. So I feel like they have a lot of talent. They can definitely be a dangerous team, but mm-hmm. I think they just kind of have to let their younger core mature a little bit right now. And you have to add some more key pieces and get rid of some of that almost not dead weight, I don't want to say, but, you know, just that back end that's just not as strong. Because when you look at their top lines, you look at their top six, they have a really good top six. They, they do. I mean, I'm not going to – I mean, gonna it's not – like, you got Mojo there, Marcus. Well, I'm not going to – well, I'm not going to say that it's, it's one of the best top six um, top six in the league, but what I'm going to say is that, like, you know, you have guys like Kaprizov, Boldy, um, Zuccarello. Uh, Marco Rossi, my, don't forget that name. Yeah, Marco Rossi. Marco Rossi. He's great. Rossi. Yeah, like you got you got these key players who are in your top six who are just they're all really good players. Kaprizov is a arguably a top 10, 15 player in the league. Um 15. when he's, when he's yeah. going. Um, but yeah, like you have this young core that can really play the game and they mm-hmm. can really um do some damage if they just kind of put things together a little bit more. Yeah. Um and I agree. I agree, Lando. I think firing their coach was the best thing that they did as well. I think they've been really hot since. Um, well, speaking of firing coaches, uh, we go to our next team, San Luis Blues. They just fired their head coach, Craig Bruby. Yeah, I didn't really see that coming, given that I felt like, honestly, they were kind of exceeding expectations this season. I guess they've lost a few in a row now. But, I mean, look, I did not expect much from the Blues at all this year. Um, I know their top six is okay. And they've got a lot of like B players, like just depth players, which does help a team, you know, and like you got Robert Thomas, Kairou, who's not playing well, actually. They actually demo- um, put him down onto the the second power play unit, but, and they got Jake Neighbors in that top unit now. But yeah, you got guys like that. You got Booch, Neighbors, um, and then you got Shen, sod so i mean kevin another hayes kevin hayes, kevin hayes. Yeah. you got hayes sammy, yeah. samantha blay some sammy blay Sam- yeah he's like in and out of the lineup i mean 
that that's a name that we just want to scroll right past <laughs> us Rangers fans. But look, I I was I did not expect much from the Blues this year, but I guess look, um, you know they Dude, expect the Blues are so mid. That's yeah, the they're just the mid team. They're so mid. They're, like, yeah, they're a five. They're the definite. They are the definition of a mid team. Like Watch. we all knew, we all knew San Jose was going to suck. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically have an AHL roster besides like Anthony Duclair. Um, Mikhail Granlund. Like, what? Mikhail Granlund, who's on a fucking heater. Twelve Granlin, points. Besides, games. besides like Granlund. Um, besides like Granlund, Duclair. Then you have um, Hurdle. Hurdle as well. Like the besides those guys, and Couture as well. Who's injured though? Yeah, he's injured, but still, like besides those guys, you basically have a fucking AHL roster. Yeah. Then, like, the Blues are just so mid. You know, you know, Chicago was going to be bad because they really didn't have much. Taylor Hall hasn't been the same since his MVP season. Really, guys, injury prone. He's built like fucking. I don't even know. He's built like sheetrock. He's, he's, he's glass. so fucking soft. Um, he gets hurt every he gets hurt every game. It's Felino, like Nick Felino is not as good as he used to be. Sorry, I'm kind of stuttering and distracted because I'm watching the Bruins game as well here. Same here. Um, but yeah, so you got these teams like they're just so mid. They don't really have any jam. They don't play a fun hockey game. Like. I just think they need a rebuild. Like St. Louis needs to just go through a rebuild and they need to stop. They need to just let go of this. Like Kevin Hayes is a good ad because he's that veteran leadership. You know, Bushnevich looks like he finally found his game um, mm-hmm. ever since he sort of, ever since he left the Rangers because he was no fucking help on Broadway. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just kind of, it's just, they're just mid and they just need to figure it out. There's not much like else to go off of with them. They're not going to be a playoff team. They they remind me a little bit of the 2019-2020 St. Louis Blues. I think that was the year. Was that the year they won the cup? 2019, yeah. Yeah, 2018, but 2019, I think. It's it's so different. Like they have like cuz they had so many more weapons there. Yeah. Like during that time, like now it's just like they're, they're so boring. They don't have anyone. Like if, it's so if funny. Best, I was going to bring it up too. Like, yeah, I was gonna bring it up. I'm trying to cut you off, but like they were gonna bring it up. They look like the championship team they won back then. Mid, mid, and more. But it it wasn't like it it wasn't like they were that mid. It was just like they had a they had a really good team then. They just couldn't put the pieces together. That was their issue. It's not like they have a really good team right now. Yeah, I mean, they just have like we like you said, just a mid roster, man. You got Robert Thomas, who's a solid player. Jordan Cairo is underperforming for sure. Clearly. Um, Buchnevich is solid. Um, yeah, but if Pavel Buchnevich is your best player, you have a fucking issue. I would say probably Robert Thomas, or I mean, it should be Jordan Cairo, but he's not playing like it. That's yeah, the problem. If Jordan Cairo and if like Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas, or Buchnevich are your best players, like you got an issue. You need somebody. Yeah, else. I mean, no, th- yes, but although I will say they have a lot of players like that who. You know, and teams like that, if they play well, they can make a bubble. They can make a wild, like a late wild card. Miller on the Devils just got rocked in the ankle with a shot, and that did. I felt that from here. Um, Paul, I'll be right back. Keep talking. Well, (laughs) that being said, 
Sounds like Colin Miller just got rocked. But um, yeah, going back to the Blues, I mean, dude, I I, I expect, I mean, just 500 hockey. That's what I'm expecting at the end of the season. Anywhere around that 500 mark. Um, Maybe they can, you know, find something and scratch together some winning streak. You never know if they can be a wild card, but it's just going to be tough. Um, But moving on, Arizona. Yeah, I mean, look, another team, 500 hockey sort of thing. I expected same sort of thing with the Blues, nothing special. Although Clayton Keller, I I did have higher hopes for. I mean, he kind of started off hot, then kind of fell off a little bit. Um, He got hurt. Yeah, still hasn't, when he's been back, it hasn't been the same production. Um, Nick Schmoltz, Logan Cooley. That whole power play unit, I've expected a little more from. I mean, look, they're they're another mid-team in the NHL. Definitely not the same Coyotes we're used to seeing, just like getting shit-pumped every week. Um, you know, playing out in the mullet arena. I mean, yeah, Bo, I mean, like, what do you what do you expect out of them? I mean, just 500 hockey, or you you have some higher hopes? I know you like Sean Dersey, so. This year, I don't expect much. It would be cool if they could squeeze into the playoffs and host a playoff game at mullet. But, uh... <clears throat> Honestly, I don't I don't I think their future is decent. Obviously, yeah. Kind of like you said, is a good player. Cooley's a good player. This guy, Matias, I think it's Matias Kelly. Yeah, great. I watched little- that boy up in fantasy hockey, bro. He's got like 13 goals or 13 points in like 25 games, something like that. Yeah, he's dirty. I watched him a little bit. He handles the puck, like maybe even better than myself. So he's good. They gotta I mean, like, they're not gonna do anything this year. They're the coyotes. Sean Dersey's out, so especially right now, they're gonna struggle because that dude's a stud. But Coyotes in the next couple of years, it's not like they're going to win a cup, but they're going to contend, I think, in the Central. Like, they're a fun team. You just watch them. we got to transition to another mid-team here, boys, in the Nashville Predators. Um, I mean – Very mid. Mid, same- mid, mid, more than mid. I mean, you, you got – you and Noah consider every team except the Sharks and the, and the Blackhawks to be a good team. Besides like- Forsberg – Roman Yossi, UC Soros. I mean, this team is just kind of mid. Ryan O'Reilly, mid. Yeah, they're a mid like, team. They're a mid wait, team. What do you mean? What do you mean we consider every team? Like we talked like, like a few episodes ago, we'll talk about the Blue Jackets. You're like, they're a solid, like you're like, I think they have a very solid team. Roster wise, they do. They're Tell fun to watch. Phil Karmanchenko is a fun guy to watch. Adam Vatelli is fun He's to got, watch. He is, he is, he has like 13 points in like 28 games. Yeah, well, he's a said. tough guy. He likes hitting people. He likes he likes playing hockey. He likes playing nice moves. I mean, they are they, they, they are, are a playing. bottom they are a bottom five six team in the NHL. There's no all, they, they like I having said, fun. All I said is all I said about them is roster wise, like on paper, you can't sleep on them because if if some of these superstars that they have do wake up, well, that's any better, every NHL team except that's two not teams. every NHL team though. Like that's not the blues. I mean, that's not the blue. Yeah, that's not the blues. That's. I not, think the blues have a better team Nashville. than Columbus easily. That's I think the blues, blues have a better that's team. Not Nashville. Like I'm looking through the rosters. Like that's not Seattle. I think um, Nashville and I don't think Seattle, but I think Nashville and St. Louis have better rosters easily than Columbus. They have more depth, and depth the depth is what you right, need. I lied. Nash, Nashville's a little fun to lie. I watched them last night in Forsberg in overtime. Just went a little ballistic, but you know. Right. Johnny no, Gaudreau is not the same. I'm, Patrick Laine sucks. I'm just saying. I'm saying that if I'm saying when you look at their their scoring power and what they have, 
I think that they have a better roster than you give credit for. And if they found a way to put it together, I think they could be a harder team to beat. I'm not saying that they're going to be a great team. I'm not saying they're going to be a top team, but I think that you're, you're not looking at where, like what their roster really has and has to offer. I mean, realistically, dude, like overall performance in their careers, they have like four solid players in Boone Jenner, Patrick. I mean, I don't even know if I'd consider Patrick line anymore. Johnny Gaudreau, Zach Wierenski and Elvis Merzlikin. That's it. Every NHL team nowadays has like a solid roster, except for, I guess, now the Sharks and Chicago. You know, that's just, it's just, that's how, that's how good these, but compared to like actual great teams, these teams are not good at all. Like such as Columbus. No, I'm, 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 I'm not saying that this is like a really good team. I'm just saying this is a team that's like, you can't sleep on them. In, a, in that sense like they have the depth and they have like i mean they don't have that kind of depth but they have like solid players like i don't see them as a team where you know if kudrow or line a or some of their top players got hurt right i don't see them as a team where they'd really fall off the wagon too much just because one of those players got hurt granted right now kudrow and line a aren't playing like kudrow and line a but I still think that they're they're one of those teams. They have a deep enough roster um, in areas where they're not going to fall off the wagon too much. Granted, their wagon is fucking at the bottom of the it's at the bottom of the barrel right now. But like, still, I just think that from a roster standpoint, they can still give teams hard games, and they're not getting like shit pumped. Like they're they're not when they lose games. They don't. They lose pretty honorably. Like even the only reason the- is because of Elvis Merzlikin. That's why. But I'm just saying that I think overall they have a better team than people give them credit for. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. But who we got now, boys? We've got we got the peg. Oh, we got the peg. Bobo loves the peg. I I'll let peg. Bobo do this one. I'm gonna take a little word out of our boy Polv's mouth. They're rumbling down the runway right now, as you could say. Winnipeg is legit, dude. They let in no goals. I think this is the year for them. They're finally going to break through. Kyle Connor injured right now. Once he gets back, they're sick. If I'm the Winnipeg Jets, I go out right now. I trade for Tomas Hurdle and Connor Garland. They have kind of a right wing and center depth. You got Hurdle to fill some of that center depth. Connor Garland is playing like absolute dick for the Vancouver Canucks. But you look back a couple years when he played for Arizona, he was playing great. So I think if he gets a an opportunity to play with some, you know, high level hockey players, I think he's on third or fourth line in uh, in Vancouver. So he's not really getting that scoring opportunity like he once had. You get those two pieces. Um, I think their lineup would be it's already solid, but you have a few gaping holes. I think they'd be really good, and maybe they're not going to win that division, but they could certainly contend in the playoffs and go go steal a cup. You said Kyle Connor, though. Out six to eight weeks, lower body injury. That's pretty much two months. That's it's a lot of time. I mean, he is their guy. I'd say 17 goals in 26 games. They're going to have to perform without him for sure. Well, you got Again, I also agree. Like, this happened with them last season. They yeah. had a crazy hot start. Yeah. Goaltending obviously is insane. I, 
I'm still very high on them. I just think they just got to get healthy. They need to go through a little bit of adversity right now. I think they, they need to squeak into the playoff. Not like squeak in, but they need to have like a, a good stretch and feel good about themselves. And this team's going to be lethal in the playoffs. That's that's what we were talking about in the first episode. We were saying like they went off to a hot start and we were like, are they going to keep it going? And then we were like, yes or no. I remember now. But continue. Um, I mean, yeah, dude, they've got the defense, they've got the goaltending, and obviously when the forwards are healthy, I mean, they could do – I mean, look, this is a team that I've just been kept trying to, like, convince myself they could do it for years and just kept saying this is the year Winnipeg is going to make a run in the playoffs, and it just, like, just hasn't happened for all these years with this team, with this core team of Shifley, Connor, um, even when Line A was there back in the day. But, like, look, I mean, I've been trying to convince myself that they're finally going to do it. I mean, this could be the year where they – you know, actually make a, a playoff run. So look, it, it, but obviously the guy's got to be healthy. Sign, sign Bufflin as your backup goalie. He takes up about the whole net at this point. There you go. 740 pounds. There you go. Um, Dustin Buff, Bufflin re- trying to return back home to Winnipeg out of retirement. That would well, be he's, position. He's that was just my idea. <laughs> that would be quite the. The professional fisherman, Dustin Bufflin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wow. Um, look, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, but we got Dallas, dude. Another one of these lethal teams. And another team I, you know, convinced myself the past few seasons is, like, are they going to make a push in the playoff, the run in the playoffs? Like, this team has the depth. This team has the defense and the goaltender. But I, I just don't know what – when they get to the playoffs, they just they just fall apart. I mean, look, Jason, God, I, I want Jason him, Robinson I want is young. I want Patrick but... Kane to come here so badly. I want him to come here so badly. Ooh. I want Kane to go to – I want Kane to go to Dallas so badly. I, uh, I think – I don't even think – I don't think they need him. I don't – I really don't think they need him. Yeah, but they, this team would be too. crazy. He looks, he looks so good in that wing jersey. I'm not going to lie. Big guy he loves that. Good. He he looks good in that Wings jersey. I'm not gonna agreed. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a Wings fan though too. Like I love the Wings original six team. They're just one of those original six teams that like I just always like just love them. Love Datsuk, Nick Lidstrom, Zetterberg. Um, but yeah, I mean Dallas. Going back to them, they have a sick team. They have a depth team. The biggest question mark is, do those guys step up in playoffs? I mean, we watched Robertson last year in playoffs, kind of struggled. Like, had an unbelievable regular season come playoff time. He was almost like nowhere to be found some games. Some games he was on, he was great. And then other games he was just kind of off. Like, he would go from having two goals, um, two goals in one game, to like being not even noticeable the next game. Then you got guys like Tyler Sagan who have that playoff experience who you need guys like that who maybe aren't going to have the biggest regular seasons because they're not the same player that they used to be anymore. But you need guys like that to be like, all right, I can come through in the playoffs still. I can come I can come in. I can step up and be an impact player. Same with Jamie Benn, who, by the way, I'm not going to lie. I used to love Jamie Benn, but he's kind of like the, becoming like one of the biggest pieces of shit in hockey right now. Kind of. Like, but at the same time, they have such a good team. That roster, like, when they play, they can give anyone a run for their money. I think they have the tools for a Stanley Cup team. It's yeah. just 
are those top guys going to step up? Going to step up. Like Robo. I mean, and Rupe. And, you know, I mean, look, you're, we're forgetting about Matthew Shane, too. Another guy. Oh, yeah. That's a big ad. Yeah, a huge ad. You know, I mean, look, I mean, they got guys. I think the Stars are better than the Avalanche. I disagree. I think the Stars I, – I personally, I think the Stars are better than Vegas, but that's just me. Um. I think the Stars are better than Vegas. I think they're definitely better than Canucks. Um, I think they're better than the Kings. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, I I think this could be the year. I mean, they got they, that really all four lines running solidly. And, you know, the D is holding up and Andrew's playing well. So it'll be interesting to see once again. I mean – I'm I'm pulling for them. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna come out clutch and you know make a run in this thing. Obviously, there are just so many good teams, but um I think they, they have a decent shot at, at making it pretty far. So and that leaves us down to the abs. Yeah. Since uh our boy Noah here is the biggest McKinnon lover. Actually, I have him on my fantasy team this year, but this is a team. I, I mean, they're making the Stanley Cup. They're making the Stanley Cup. They, I think they're they could they honestly are going to win the Stanley Cup against the Rangers. That's nope. what I think. All right, here we go, boys. <laughs> this is the best team in the NHL. Yes, yes, hundred percent. This Thank- is the best team in the NHL. They're so fucking electric. Thank you. It's kind of crazy. Three of their top players. One of them is a defenseman. Um, our top 10 scores in the NHL right now, all over 30 points, probably all going to combine. They they could have 300-point scores um, on their team alone. I mean, and mind you this, this is without – this is after losing Nazem Kadri. This is after losing um, Gabriel Landeskog. Captain. Captain Gabriel Landeskog to injuries. Like – but then they do key things like and McCarr's been injured like, for a lot of the season too. But they they do key things like they pick up a guy like Jonathan Duran who has kind of struggled to find a home, but he he's playing some great hockey in Colorado. That's a depth player right there. You got Ryan Johansson to pick up that center spot. Um, Ross Colton like a Terry Lekkinen. Like, dude, this roster, Val Nachushkin, like Nachushkin is playing unbelievable lately. He, he, like this, Thomas Tatar, Miles Wood, like just from top to bottom, there is so much depth within this roster. And then you go into the defense, and you got Bo and Byram. Um, you know, obviously, Kale McCarr, Devon Taze, and Josh Mason, just. Two of some of the most underrated defensemen in the NHL. Hey, Don't forget great. when Samuel Gerard comes back too from his leave. Gerard as well. Thank you for that. I mean, their weakest part, the weakest part about them is that fucking dork Georgiev, who I hate, by the way. I do not like Georgiev. Give me Georgie for the Stanley Cup winning goalie. Okay. Alexander Georgiev is your Stanley Cup winning goalie this year. Anyway, to wrap it up, yeah, the Avs are a good team. Uh, they'll probably go to the Cup, and uh, that's the Central. I mean, look. 
<laughs> Look, I, I, I think I think we all agree that this team is just going to be shit pumping teams left and right the rest of the season. Like Noah said, without Landy, um, wait till Sam Gerrard gets back and that'll just freshen up the defense even more. Um, but look, this team is, this team is gold. I mean, they always have been the last few years and I mean, their future is so bright. I mean, with, with this top six and just everyone involved. So, I mean, hey, look, before, you're an you, uh, fan. before you, before you sign off and just like let everyone go, can I just say one thing? Uh, can I say one thing about last night's game? Sure. That was probably some of the worst hockey I've ever seen the Rangers play between the second, between the first and the third period. Yeah, well, Zach Jones was playing pl- minus two, by the way. No, oh surprise. brother, every time, every time, like he plays and they lose. A Dude, game, he almost gave up a goal sin- single handedly. I don't know if you guys picked that up. Instead, of, instead of it being eight two, it was only seven two, but it still was all Zach. Three, Jones they scored three. Right. Blake Wheeler, Blake Wheeler had a good game. I must say it. Can, can someone please explain to me? Why the Rangers play so fucking good in front of Quick, but just horrible in front of Igor? Like they don't think they have to skate. They don't think they have to play because they're like you can't. They they don't. There's no way they actually think that. And then it's it's just a coincidence. It's just bad. It has to be just a coincidence, or there's something else going on that nobody knows. But But no, have you noticed that? Like, I mean, yeah. Uh, no, I was like, I was talking about it. Um, I was talking about it last night and, um, I, it's just, it's not, it's just like a subconscious thing I think is cause like over the past couple of years with Igor being like who he is and like the player he's been, um, there's this thing where it's just like the Rangers try to get riskier and they try different things and they don't play the same like lockdown, shutdown defense. And they're not as they're not playing 200 foot games. They're only playing a hundred foot games and they're playing on the offensive side of the puck more. But when you have their backup in, it's like, you know, you have these games where it's like, you have to win. You have to kind of, you know, it's not just the Rangers. Like a lot of teams do this, but right now it's like quick has been playing so well. Like if the playoffs start tomorrow, I want quick in that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what they do. But look, boys, it's been real. It was a great app. You know, we uh, got to talk about the Central. And look, we got one more division to talk about before we have uh, the Christmas New Year's break. So we got the Pacific for you next week. So we'll be back with you next week. So until then, stay tuned.